Welcome to the Good Stuff Podcast with me, Kevin. And me, Izzy. Join us as we stumble through 20 minutes or so searching for the good stuff going on in the world to remind ourselves that not everything is going to shit. Beep! For your mother, a little bit late. Hello everyone, it's me. I think we've already done that bit. Yeah, she did, and me, this is Kevin, me. And this is her, Izzy. Um, if you're new to the... People might be new to the podcast, episode seven in. Frankly, it's unlikely. Well, I've just realised the microphone's very close to me. And now. bring it over here. And there we go. Hello. <laughs> it's a different podcast. Um, so last week, uh, just a quick recap. Last week we had reasons to be hopeful, part two. Did you I get suppose. it? Reason two. To be hopeful. Yeah. We're smart. We're clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had some. We had some nice feedback. So this week we are going to be talking to you about animals. Not one of our senses, but I do suppose we use a lot of our senses when we are around animals. Certainly in the sense of smell, for sure. Yeah. Sense of touch and sight and sound. What's left? Can't think of more. Taste. Taste. I think, well, yes. Yeah, Maybe. <laughs> so we are going to be talking to you about animals. Um, and we have some stories about animals. We have our own experience of different pets, I imagine. I mean, I've got some horror stories about mm-hmm. hamsters. Yeah, we've got a allergy list. Yeah. Did you just interrupt me again? Yeah. 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 It's because you weren't looking at me. You were looking at the, oh. the house this time, not the boat. The, well, actually, I was looking at the stag. An animal. Yes. Nice. So, where shall we begin? I think we should begin with That's some. Very oh no! <laughs> Every week. <laughs> Let's start with some interesting fun facts that Izzy hasn't seen, but she's not going to look over my shoulder because I'm oh, going to see if, you if they. Something, Kevin. I, well, the internet did. Um, so, ten facts about animals to make you smile, and no one can see if Izzy's smiling, so I'll have to tell you if she's smiling yeah, or not. No. So, squirrels are responsible for planting thousands of trees worldwide. I think we all know that. Obviously, Because apparently they, yeah, but, well, yeah, exactly. Apparently they don't know where they hide their nuts, as it were. <clears throat> um, they just hide them. So, because people were, for a long time were like, oh, they know where they're putting them. No idea. Just put enough of them out there and you'll Basically eventually find some more. Them. Yeah. Uh, the next one is dragonflies create a heart with their tails while mating. <laughs> quite sweet. I think that's quite sweet. We don't do that. What no, we, we do should do that. Let's do it with our yeah. hands. Well, let's do it with our hands. We're not mating, Kevin. No. Um, rats laugh when tickled. Now that's Aww, cute. That's, I mean, they're okay. vile, but that's no, cute. They're not. They're not vile. Actually, they're not vile, actually, my friend had one. He was called. Oh God, what was he called? Alf. Ratatouille. That's a good name, but no, I think he's not. I can't remember his name now. Sorry, Anna. I can't remember his name. Um, the next one is ducks love to surf. I might just give you a bit of context there. Ducks love to go catch a wave or two in our deep blue sea. They have been observed riding the waves of the ocean. Right, right, start again. (laughs) Ducks love to go catch a wave or two in our deep blue sea. They have been observed riding the waves of the ocean to shore and swimming back out again to do it all over. Could this be their favourite hobby? But they don't have surfboards. Quite cute if they do. It's their body. It's quite cute though. I I don't think I've ever seen a duck in the sea. No. No. If they really like it, you would see them more often, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, Next one is wild chimpanzees enjoy getting tipsy. On what? Uh, Gone off fruit. Yeah, probably. Probably a bit like the elephants get drunk on that amarula. Is it amarula tree? Because that's an alcohol oh, that we yeah. make amarula from. That's, yes. I think that's how they discover Yeah, yeah, the sap. Uh, a cat's meow is a form of communication with humans only, not other cats. Yes, I knew that. What, so when they meow, they're not talking to each other? No, they're talking to you. It's mm. a cat's language to a human. So how does a cat talk to a cat? Just talks. Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't see them. Hello, how are you? Oh, I've got to go meow again. I'm inside. Um, that's interesting. 
Yeah. Maybe I should meow back. Actually, a while back, did you see on Ooh, TikTok? And then you'll have a full conversation. I'll try it. Did you see a while back on TikTok? There was this thing you could buy, probably made in China or Japan, where it's like a it's like a silicon Nothing tongue. Nothing wrong with that. No, it's like a silicon tongue, and you pop it in your mouth, and then you can lick your cat. Ew. Because apparently it's like a grooming thing. It's like a bonding thing. Just use a wet toothbrush. In your mouth? No, 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 no. On the cat. My cat's literally just got up and is like, you lot, yeah, me? You lot are weird. <laughs> uh, okay, a few more. Baby elephants self-soothe by sucking their trunk. It's quite sweet. Oh, <laughs> Very sweet, isn't it? It's lovely. Um, an octopus has three hearts, nine brains, and blue blood. What? Nine brains. Why? They'd Why? probably be also Maybe psychic. there's one in each arm. Maybe yes. A, yeah. Where's the ninth one? In their head, I suppose. So they have eight arms, don't they? Yes. Yeah. Uh, not arms. Tentacles. A <laughs> uh, few more. Male seahorses give birth to their young. We all know that. Standard. Uh, penguins propose to each other with pebbles. Oh, we've seen that Yeah, on I TV. saw that on David Attenborough. Well, people yeah. say that. Do you think a lot of people just make this stuff up yes. when they're out there? This is the thing with them. Um, mm. Yeah. You might just have a slightly special penguin that's gone... I really like that pebble. It's my friend. I'll keep that. And name. it's not necessarily but work, yeah. Anyway, nice. But people that, that they've observed um, penguins that haven't mated and haven't got an egg they doing don't that. Don't have a pebble. Don't have a, don't have a baby. Don't have an egg, so they have a pebble instead. Oh. I know, it's quite sweet. That instinct to have an egg, I suppose, just drives them to have a pebble instead. So that's what I have for you this oh, week. So pebble might be the analogy for an egg, and that's what they're saying. Yeah, and if Let's it make babies, maybe. And if it helps, that uh, all came from a website called goodnet.org, um, which is a really nice website all about good a news stories. Gateway to doing good is their strapline. So I'm now looking at that. Yeah. Cool. So do have a look out for that. That's www.goodnet.org. So what have you got for us, Izzy, this week? Because normally you come with something pithy and intelligent and smart in between swearing like a saver. <laughs> um, what have you got for uh, us? I've got a quiz. Okay. <clears throat> Tell us for the topic. Time. Tell us the topic. Um, the topic is about animals. Yes. And Andy. it's about animals um, who have fun on their own when they don't have a reproductive mate with them. So similar to humans, but which animals do this? Okay. So um, I think I think this list is in order of most expected, then down to the least expected. Answers on a postcard. That's what <laughs> Izzy really means the quiz is about. Try right, ask me what the quiz is about, Izzy. Ask me. No. no ask me. Ask okay, me. Kevin, what is my quiz about? Izzy, your quiz is about animals that when they are alone need to find something to do to pass the time. Well, that's pretty vague. When they are alone. Horse around with applause. Uh, no, yes, carry on. So let, can we start the quiz? So, Kevin, what is the most obvious animal that would like to have thing. fun on their own? Monkey. Yes, you're right. But interestingly, actually, um, females have also been observed using sticks and Thank other you. plant parts. Carry on. Just extra info. Uh, another one, number two. There's nine, by the way. I'm not this. sure we can do this quiz, but carry on. <laughs> Next one, uh, uh, a clue would be um, this is a sea animal, animal found in the sea. Dolphin. Well done. Oh, my goodness me. I yes. promise you I haven't swatted up on this. No hands, um, but the sea floor. <laughs> no shit. No <laughs> hands. I haven't got any hands. Ooh, a no. male bottlenose has reportedly wrapped a live eel. Around 
the you know what. We can't do this quiz. I Carry think on. it's quite good. Uh, number three. Uh, this is a very large animal, uh, land-bound, very large. Elephant. Yes, you're good at this game. I um, look at the wrong websites. We were actually just talking about this next one, your friend's pet. Rat. Mm-hmm, indeed. Yes. Someone's had to study this. Apparently squirrels too. In order to observe exactly. this. Well, squirrels are a rat with a tail, wouldn't it? I like a bushy tail. Yeah, same thing. Um, next, uh, okay, also got tails, but a very different type of animal, likely to be found on a rock. Lizard. Oh, well, give me too many clues. I'm I? really yes. good at this. You're, or very you're, very good. Good at, you're very good at clues. Oh, my God. You know, they've got doubled. Male lizards have a double thing. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wow, lucky them. Lucky, lucky them. Oh, number eight. Here we go. Uh, I went to number So number eight, um, uh, a very old animal. Tortoise. Close. Really close. Turtle. Yeah. Nowhere near. One's on land, one's in sea. Well, it's pretty close. They've both got a shell, I suppose. They've both got a shell. Yeah. Is that, are we done? Uh, last one. I think we've mentioned them before, but maybe not. Uh, um, they. Oh, what was your fun fact about them? Oh, yeah, pebbles. Penguins. Yeah. What we've really got to talk about is um, what science. Some science, <laughs> as opposed to what they actually do privately <laughs> at home. So the problem with animals, I think, is that you can get really fluffy about them. Um, and actually, this is what I was thinking. We probably shouldn't get fluffy because we, clearly we could spend, well, you could spend hours talking about cats. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably more of a dog person. And, you know, you have the domestic animals, which we talk about a lot. A lot of people, though, don't necessarily bond with the usual dogs and cats. They have mm-hmm. other Rep- pets. Reptiles. Exactly. Reptiles, rodents. Or more unusual. Yeah. Spiders. And yet they still love them. Do as- you really think they have the same sort of... If you can't cuddle something... Well, you must assume that a goldfish is as satisfactory. No, but if you can't cuddle something, can you get that same endorphin or whatever the word not is release? Not to cuddle. I know it's weird uh, to think not. about, but... Maybe not. But so I suppose I've had pets all my life. I think mm. most people listening to this probably would have had a pet of some sort. We all start small, probably start with a goldfish, poor things. Hamster. And then hamster. Then we always go out to a hamster. I never got a gerbil. Um, too fast mm. and I never got a guinea pig you partly I don't know why I never got a guinea pig at some point in our lives we've all had pets of some sort and, and in, in, in one way or another I imagine they have probably helped us to connect with our emotions or each other or our family well, I always thought it was our families trying to get us into tomb with death oh god sorry the dark stuff <laughs> but it kind of is isn't it you know the, the, well, learn, learn a... about the death of your animal before you, the humans yeah, die maybe but there's a oh my god this is so <laughs> depressing i'm so sorry i think izzy might have reached her limit of good stuff oh, yes, i think I we this. might have to put her out to pasture <laughs> and find somebody with a bit more hope and and, and, and joie de vivre actually no this is quite interesting i've got some fun ones here you'll like these mm-hmm. But I'd like to talk about the science behind animals. So maybe next week we'll have an animal expert on. If there is one out there, would you please get in touch with us? Thank you. I don't just mean someone that knows stuff about animals. I want someone that studied animals. An actual animal expert. Yeah, like Terry Nutkin. I remember him from the Really Wild Show. Is it the Really Wild Show? 
Or, oh, we could ask Chris oh, Packham. Yeah. Chris, can you listen to our podcast, please? Thank you. Oh, tag him and harass him, Ken. Yeah, You perfect. can do it. Tag him and harass him. <laughs> That's the way forward. So, um, 10 ways animals help us. Mm-hmm. From the dog sitting on your sofa to the near-mythical narwhal in the depths of the Arctic Ocean, animals play a key role in environmental protection and human wellness. Let's take a look at some of the miraculous ways animals help us. Could be quite interesting. Bees are powerful pollinators. I mean, that's not exactly groundbreaking <laughs> news, is it? Uh, Someone's left their phone on. That's me. Sorry. Oh, it's it's um it's Chris Packham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not Chris Packham. Uh, rats detect landmines. Now, as if they detect them or just land on them and blow up, but um, <laughs> yes, I know. It that. does say here from earlier on: rats get a bad rap, but with their keen sense of smell and trainability, they've been found to be exceptionally suited to work as landmine detectors. More efficient than metal detectors and cheaper than dogs, rats, nicknamed hero rats, are being trained to sniff out landmines, allowing previously unusable land to once again be productive. It's a bit like the canaries in the, in the yeah. mines. Uh, squirrels, bats. squirrels help trees take root. Uh, narwhals assist scientists and that is interesting i didn't know what a narwhal was for years what really it's like a unicorn in the sea oh, i know it? what it is it's yeah, like yeah. a scenicorn well, that's quite cool yeah. isn't it? Uh, otherwise known as unicorns of the sea these deep divers are instrumental to nasa scientists tracking of temperature changes in greenland's arctic researchers have employed narwhals fitted with radio transmitters to collect data from the hard to reach depths of the arctic on water salinity i was going to say i'm not could. sure they well they might have asked them get their signature yeah. um oh they could have put a bit of ink on the top um, of their narwhal to sign the paper yeah, that could have happened. Probably not obviously. the right thing to do. Uh, elephants create a source of water for other species. That's an interesting one. Again, do they actually mean to do that? Well, who knows? But it's a nice. Uh, it's a nice. It's what they. Yeah. Uh, birds balance nature. Now that's interesting. The ecological handyman. Birds really do it all, from reforestation and seed pollination to pest control and soil fertilization. Whether in a forest, on a farm, or simply in a garden, these feathered friends play a vital role in keeping nature balanced and indicating when it's not. They're brilliant seed planters too, aren't they? What, birds? Yeah. Yeah. Anything that, I guess, flies and poos. Yeah. 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 Which we Imagine we if elephants do, did fly. But not with seeds. I, I've always thought this, isn't it amazing that everything that flies is quite small, therefore doesn't do enormous poo? Mm. Quite well thought out. Because if you had enormous things in the sky pooing, imagine a massive <laughs> rabbit dropping to smash your car. A massive right? rabbit. Rabbits don't Rabbit. Uh, octopi are avid recyclers. Octopi. Well, we know that. We know that. That's the plural of octopus. And dogs do it all. I think the person that writes this may have been a dog lover. An octopus shakes its rescuer's hand. See, again, this is just literally us interpreting yeah. thingies, isn't it? Well, I imagine some people have studied animals, but I imagine a lot of these are just us humanising yeah. outcomes or circumstances. And that is a thing. I mean, actually, so, oh, right, I, my little take on why we really like animals um is that when you actually really are connecting with an animal um you know it doesn't have to be a nice little cute cat and dog or thing although obviously clearly that's very easy to connect with yeah whatever the animal is you're connecting with it because somehow you're managing to break through not just like a massive language barrier but a literal species barrier Mm. and both seem like you're doing the same thing like you're both i don't know you're enjoying the pat that you're giving it or <clears throat> you're going on a walk together and both liking it i think it's there's there's that 
element to it. There's a because obviously animals do they're on a different frequency to us. It's really really hard, and so many people you know put as their superpower. I really want to talk to animals mm. because ultimately we've got no idea. That's why we keep on speculating. That, oh, he's shaking my hand, or Doctor oh, Doolittle. Yeah. Yeah, no. Although, although I suppose uh, a lot of people have said that animals can't be, uh, don't have empathy, which is interesting. Which is rubbish. Yeah, which is rubbish. Because I think they do. And obviously, the dogs are trained, they have empathy dogs. Um, mm. They have medical yeah. dogs. I mean, the cats also not so trainable, although I think mm-hmm. probably primarily because they no one's ever bothered. And actually, no, if you try. If you think all the, all the um, animals that uh, they use on film sets, cats are very trainable in that sense. It's just they're not necessarily to be relied on to look after a human in the way that dogs are. No. They're not as reliable. No, I'd probably go with that. (laughs) My cats, if I I, I tried, you know that thing on the internet when they say, fall over, see what your dog does, or like suddenly pass out and see what your dog does. Cats walk out the room. I tried it with my cat. She just looked at me and went, what are you doing? What are you doing? They're quite dismissive. They're quite disdainful, I find. In a lovely way, I adore my cat. And she's actually probably more human. I think indoor cats... She's not always been an indoor cat, but indoor cats tend to be more humanised. So you just got used to her. So well, no, but she follows me around. She follows me around and she's not a dog. I'm fully aware she's not a dog, but she is very... I think they do say when another animal doesn't spend a lot of time with said other animal of the same species, they become more humanised. I've got a good story to demonstrate that. Oh, good. Go on. The sheep at the bottom of my garden. Larry. You, Larry. Um... But yeah, I've I've been very surprised. He's the only sheep there, so he hasn't ever seen any other sheep since when he was Is there a tiny lamb. Word for sheep? Yes, sheep. Oh, what's the plural word for sheep? sheep. It's confusing. <laughs> there could be more than one. <laughs> he is the only sheep at the bottom of the garden, and I've always thought that his characteristics are very dog-like. Like he wags his tail whenever he sees me. Oh. Uh, he likes to go for or used to go for walks around the village. He's now got so. Sorry, bit. sorry. He used to go for walks around yeah, the village. Someone used, used to, to come and take him for a walk. I used to go and take him for a walk. It's the a mad lady in the village again with her sheep. <laughs> you used to take him for a walk on yeah, one of those extendable walks. Uh, no, no, no. 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 Okay. Um, yeah, no, I took him to my brother's garden and he ate all the flowers oh, that's and then he didn't sweet. get invited oh, back oh, again. Oh, yeah, that's not. He'd be good for keeping lawns down. No, he prefers the flowers. Mm. Grass is his last ditch, literally. Pink flowers, red flowers. They're Don't you also favorite. feed him anything? Not anything. Like he's got beef. He, he, no. no, I'm kidding you. No. Although Izzy did once feed inadvertently. Oh yes, cat food to a my chicken. brother's cat. No, I didn't inadvertently. They literally came up and I was feeding the cat, and the chickens came up and just ate it all. And it was oh, turkey. that's quite cannibalistic. Isn't so it? yeah, they were eating their thing. kin. Their family. But they loved it. Wow! Until mm. you told them that's your brother. They didn't listen. Actually, maybe chickens hate turkeys. Mm. Yeah, true. Maybe. They're like, you only get eaten once a year. We get eaten all year round. Anyway, diversion. Yeah, Let's not talk about ooh, eat, ooh. So, So Larry the sheep. Larry the sheep. Yeah. I, so I keep on saying, always a bit like a dog. Oh, and there was an occasion when I was with him. We were just lying down on the ground um, in that back sort of film, back field. And um, a dog came in, a random dog. And Larry immediately got up and started like, pouring the ground and sort of trying to like be oh, quite stand dominant. his ground okay well yes and so he was basically going to take on this dog nice is it because you were there oh it sort of he was felt protecting like you it, yeah it felt, well something like that but it was just yeah and that's oh. thing that was me interpreting what could not have been it could be like the a case, film lady and the sheep the lady and the sheep like the lady in the tram oh, it's like little bo peep oh, I oh you're a little bo peep or mary is his little bo peep i had a little lamb 
Yeah. His name was Nary. Anyway, how but old is how old is Larry? Survivor snow at one point. It's now filthy, and he uh, is, how old is probably Larry? oh god, he's probably like ten. No, a bit younger, but not a lot younger. Mm. I know. Well, Larry might be in the next podcast. Mm. We don't know. <laughs> Who does Larry belong to anyway? Uh, my next door neighbour. Okay, why have they got a sheep? They they have many things in the back of the yeah. Is that a small holding? Yeah. I guess it is. Yes. Or did they steal it? No, uh, no. Um, oh, that means so Larry was once a lamb. He was a lamb, and he was a slightly lame lamb, and oh, he was um, he was a he was a oh, what are they called? I've got the name. I've forgotten. Are the you name. welling up? Is he? Billy's no, 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 no. I've forgotten the name. Uh, I used to know the name, but I don't think it matters too much. He, he does uh, have a slightly. Anyway, leg. no, no, no. He was a, he's basically a castrated nice. ram. Nice. And there's a particular name. No wonder he's forgotten. so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, he was useless. He, he was all... he had a gammy leg, like dodgy leg. Is all but basically his feet abode, and yeah, he'd already been castrated. So Straight to really the chop shop. Yeah, that was the thing. And so, so yeah, my neighbour. Are you fattening him up in order to eat him? No. Can you imagine if the neighbours go down one? one... I don't eat lamb as a result. Well, he's not a lamb. He's a sheep now. But imagine you went, the, the neighbours go down one week and they go, oh, where's Larry? Mm. And he's, he's just. Got him on oh, a spit roast. That's the last mm. thing I would do. And then knitting a jumper. Just, no, you wouldn't Oh, well, no, it's fine. It's fine. We, we've tried to get his wool for... With his permission? Knitting, knitting for knitting. Knitting. Yeah, knitting for knitting. Yeah. Knitting his wool. It's actually quite hard. He's a South Down sheep, so he is totally covered in wool. Um, so, so, so there are zero takeaways from our story about Larry. What no, no the, this came about because I've I was thinking oh, that he's yeah. like a you were saying your cat. Yeah, yeah, like he dog. does have empathy, I'm saying yeah. the sheep's a bit like a dog. Yeah. And basically dog being the, the, the standard of what animals should do. I mean I, I um we used to have a cat who would come and walks with us. So the dog two dogs and one cat would come on a walk. Oh, that's quite sweet. So I don't think you can necessarily say that a cat's not being not behaving like a cat or a sheep's not behaving like a sheep. Just go, oops. Uh, whose phone is that this time? And it's not supposed <laughs> to be on. Um, I have to say, those people that say they're <laughs> cat people, I generally never had dogs and vice versa. So I think you can't, I think you can get used to something, but you can't say you are this or that. I, I would never have a creepy crawly as a pet. I really don't think I would. Uh, but never say never. I'd be too scared about escaping. I mean, the worst thing my cat could do if it escaped was probably just lick someone to death. <laughs> Whereas a spider could bite you and a snake could swallow you, depending on the size of the said snake. So not a huge amount of takeaways from this week's uh, podcast, apart from we find that animals really help our well-being. And actually, they have open cat cafes. They are a bit contentious, but they have open cat cafes. And we once at work, I was looking into getting um, some orphan pups. So not, I was—I sound a bit like Cruella Deville. I wasn't going out <laughs> looking for puppies, but there was a company that would bring in puppies in order to help socialise them, predominantly Labradors, and they'd bring them into businesses. And you would just spend the morning surrounded by puppies. Did you sign up to do that? I did. I signed up, and I never got around to going, unfortunately, because it was a bit too far away. But I signed up mm. to socialise guide dog for the blind, uh, guide dog for the blind puppies. And, um, yeah, I wish I'd done it. It sounds absolutely amazing, just having all these sweet little Andrek puppies jumping around all over you. I think there was a fair amount of cleaning up their poo and wee, though, which would be less glamorous. That's but, um, so, so I think if you can and you don't have an animal, go out and offer to walk someone's dog, walk with them, go around to their house and meet their cat, um, or, or Larry, it. or go down to the bottom of your garden and find Larry, Larry, or get out into the fresh air and go to a farm park. Um, goats are always a winner for me. 
goats are great, aren't they? I mm. love goats. They're funny. And also they some places My- have petting petting zoos or petting farms where you can actually that's a really good point right now you can definitely go pet lambs yeah i'm sure there's probably something to be said about animal sounds as well yeah we could i tell you what tell you what we could do we could play we thought something finally no yeah finally (laughs) no we could play some animal sounds and see actually we should do a little experiment on the podcast let's just have an interlude here and i think i'm going to play you know my obsession with sound effects i think we're going to play five or six of our favorite animal sounds Uh, So we'll maybe have three or four each and we'll see what they do to us as we're listening. Um, I mean, we can't. Yours is going to be a cat purring. I mean, literally, I think it will be. Maybe, maybe. Most definitely. It might be. Um, But yeah, we'll pick our favourite animal sounds uh, and we'll play them for you. And you have to guess whose is whose. Yeah, well, that's quite fun. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we'll put that on our Instagram. Guess who chose? Well, obviously, everybody's going to guess mine now because you just said <laughs> I won't choose a cat purring. <laughs> mine um, may or may not be a sheep. So we, so we shall agree now that we should choose neither of those as our favourite okay, animal sounds. Um, and then you can guess. We'll put a poll up on Instagram, and the three people that look at it can guess. Um, that's your mum, my <laughs> mum, my friend, my sister, and your <laughs> Um, so yeah, now now we are finally, finally to our well, everyone's favourite bit, which made its uh, return last week, its triumphant return. I hasten to add, uh, which is the, the random, random finger, finger of, of good news. Oh, although hang on a minute, weren't we going to do the random? Paper? Oh, we're gonna, <coughs> oh, excuse me, sorry, wait, sorry, all the dust flew from all the papers. <laughs> um, we're going to do the random lob. In the air, and yeah, Izzy's oh, going to stand up. Izzy's going to stand up now. Out. And we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine newspapers. Nine of the happy news <laughs> right, by Amy Cox. Said. I'm moving. So if you stand up, if you stand up, pass me that other one as well, please. Oh, okay. Pass me that other one. And Izzy's going to stand up. She is standing up I'm as standing we speak. Um, I'm probably going to terrify my poor cat. And I'm going to lob them in the air. Stand back a bit. Stand back. Right. Stand back. She's going to grab stand one. Back. Please stand try back. and grab one. Here we go. Uh, on three, grab one, two, three. I got all of them. She's got all of them. Okay, let's try that again. In fact, grab the one that fell. Grab the one that fell. That's the one we'll use. Right. So which 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 uh, issue have we got? Looking at this one. Which issue have we got? We have issue twenty one, March twenty twenty one. Is it the chuffer chups? It's the chuffer chups returning. So. So sit down, Izzy, and uh, flick through the paper, please. Flick through the paper. Come on, flick through it faster. Stop. No, not that not one. That one. <laughs> not that one. That's the centre page spread. It's just a lovely <laughs> like picture. A lovely picture. Stop. And back to forward, please. Nice and loud so they can hear you. Uh, stop. Stop. Aw. Oh, is what it about animals? In all fairness, this paper has a lot of good news stories Literally about animals. every single page. So in fact, most weeks we're trying to find stories that aren't about animals. <laughs> this week we are. So, And that was genuinely quite funny. <laughs> this is actually quite So let, read away, please, Izzy. Okay. Read away. Widowed otters find fairy tale love story during lockdown. Oh no, that is quite sweet. I quite like that. Go, 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 read us. Two widowed Asian short clawed otters have found happiness together after their respective carers searched animal care networks to find partners for the lonely otters. Curators at Sea Life Scarborough were looking to help Pumpkin, who had lost her partner Eric, and the Cornish Sea (laughs) Sanctuary. 
seal sanctuary in Greek Cornwall wanted to help Paris, whose partner Apricot had passed away four years ago. Oh, God, I can't bear it. Pumpkin, <laughs> Apricot and who? So, Pumpkin. Eric. Harris, Harris. So, I think they're trying to get Pumpkin and Harris together. Okay. After checking their compatibility, what? Online. (laughs) And agreeing they made a good match, Harris was transferred to Scarborough to meet Pumpkin. For a successful meeting with this breed of otters, introducing the male to the female in her territory is found to be the best approach. Yeah, I agree. As the male needs to submit to the female, I totally agree. Pairings are usually exclusive and last for life, with new matches being potentially problematic. In this case, however, the new couple settled well together, and Tamara Cooper, the curator of the Cornish Sea Sanctuary, described it as the most perfect fairy tale ending. Oh, and then they went for a meal at Nando's. Um, Oh, that's really sweet. That is quite sweet. I do like the idea of how they matched. How did they know they were going to get on? What's the compatibility? Do you reckon they showed her a photo? What was her name? The the one that they, the two that they matched? I can't remember now. Uh, Pumpkin? Pumpkin and Harris. Do you reckon Pumpkin was shown a photo of Harris? Eric and Harris lost Apricot. Mm. (laughs) Or did they? Or did did Eric and Apricot go off on a tryst? Um, (laughs) Is a tryst a three-way? I can't remember. Anyway, who cares? Uh, No, tryst is a sort of affair, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think it's three. Anyway, quite sweet. But I do wonder whether she was swiping left on the uh, on. Oh, it's making it sound like that. See what I did there? Otter, no E, O-T-T-R, like Tinder or Grindr. This is painful. So maybe there should be an animal dating site. I don't know how it would work. Maybe they just put their paw on and go, or claw. Or, or leg. We have or, animal passports now. And, yeah. But it's still up to you. So my turn, Passe Moi. Oh, oh, you can yeah, throw yeah, me. You can, you can, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm good. She didn't do it properly, but we, we might pick up the one that's on the floor. So that's probably a better way. Oh, so, so are we going to ditch this one? You're now not going to Yeah, you're going to ditch that one. It's a bit like grab a grand. Do you remember that? When you have to throw all the money uh, in there and grab a grand. Money okay, is so much harder. When you're ready, on three. Two. One. See? Oh. Yeah, I got one. What are the chances of that? It works really well. I'm so glad you can't see what we're doing. Um, so, if you'd like to say stop. Stop. And stop with page. Stop. Okay. Oh, I've got it on. And, and, and I did maybe slightly hover towards the animal one. Lions remind library visitors to wear masks, which you don't mm. have to do anymore unless you choose to do so. Why would a lion... I don't know. I'm intrigued to know how this is going to work. Let's read it. The iconic lion sculptures located oh, outside sculpture. the New York Public Library... It's not a lion. ...are now joining the public in keeping safe with a mask over their mouths. The 109-year-old marble statues are sporting giant face masks to encourage New Yorkers to follow safety guidelines surrounding coronavirus as the city reopens. Bit out of date, but I shall continue. The twin sculptures, Patience and Fortitude, nice names, better than Eric and and Pumpkin, uh, remind us of the sacrifices we have all had to make throughout the pandemic. They have also bore witness to the 1980 influenza pandemic and guarded the Big Apple through the unprecedented periods. Over the years, the lions have showcased a multitude of festive outfits. Well, that's quite nice, including wreaths every holiday season. Mention the other outfits, please. Maybe some hot pants, maybe a mask, or maybe a, uh, I don't know, a Mardi Gras outfit. Yes. Maybe a gimp outfit. I don't know. Well, is that a festival? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, Patience and Fortitude are following the suit of the lions outside the Arts Institute in Chicago, who also donned face masks with the design of the city's flag. In the city's second phase of reopening, patrons must wear masks. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? You don't have to do that anymore. So, yeah, that's quite fun. That was another um, random story, a good news story. Um, I don't think they did that with ours in Trafalgar Square, did they? We're no. probably far too British about it. 
Far too yeah, I think yeah. Izzy's now just rifling through papers that are. I want to find my floor. one about B. Oh, the B with the hands. The B with the hands, but I then looked it up. So we then said, "Hang on, bees don't have hands." Is no, that is ridiculous. True. Stop it. What's um? No. Yeah, a black nate pheasant pigeon rediscovered after 140 years. What the same one? <laughs> Did you just go missing for 140 <laughs> years? Because like, I was just oh, in the back man. garden with they uh, Larry. Attention, were they? I was just in the back garden with Larry. <laughs> I found it. I found oh, well done. Izzy's found it. Okay. Did you know honeybees hold hands when they move? Not hands. Now we looked at it because I thought, oh, they don't have hands. Izzy thought she better just fact check herself. I again. want to fact check this, but yes, no, I fact checked. And apparently, have hooks on their legs. And so, yes, they do actually. Hook together. Ah, yes, but so is that voluntary or is it like Velcro? No, 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 they, they do it on oh, purpose. Oh, God, I'm stuck to you again. Yeah, no, Go true. away, Barry <laughs> yes, the Bee. Actually, it's a big point. They Barry can't... and Berta. I always think if you're going to have a dog name, you've got to shout it when you say it. Well, yes, this is what our yeah. friend was saying. You can't say you can't say it quietly. Yeah, you can't. Anton! If you haven't seen that video on YouTube, please go and find it. Just Google Fenton. <laughs> There'll probably be thousands of remixes as well. Um, and for those of our, those of, uh, those, oh, uh, those who are listening who have found us on TikTok, we've increased our numbers recently. Which have is we? Exciting. I don't know if they're just well not done, actually Kevin. listening, but um, if you have found us on TikTok, say hi on TikTok, preferably with something not weird, which seems to have been the go-to. <laughs> Um, and um, I think that's all we have. Is that all we have time for this week? Is that all we have time for this week? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, usuals, uh, find us on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Uh, email us if you want to. I've totally forgotten my email address is. Over to you. Is hello it? at the Good Stuff Podcast, probably. No? No, I think oh, it's I'm hello now, at goodstuffpodcast.co.uk. Oh, we don't know. Try it. Try both. Try, it. Try both. Try them all. <laughs> uh, no, we think it's hello at goodstuffpodcast.co.uk. And we mentioned it last week, but we are hoping to be recording either next the next episode or the episode after that or an episode coming up at one of the Peach Pubs, who are yeah. uh, who will be That'll our be lovely fun. sponsors. Um, and we'll be talking about food and taste and how that affects our well-being uh, and all that kind of shenanigans. So... Um, if oh, I yes, can... We're supposed to say what we're going to do next, so we might be doing taste next. If not, we might be doing something else. Or a topic that somebody you has sent choose. us. Well, they have sent us some topics, so we'll put them into a hat. We said we'd do that. We'd put them into a hat and we just pick one out at random. So then if it, the podcast is rubbish, you can blame the person who gave but us the topic. But then the first other person who's going to suggest something. On something. We'll do it. We'll do it. Um, and the other thing I was going to ask is if you listen to the podcast on Apple, please rate, please review, please share, please repost on Instagram, tell people about it. We're trying to spread the news, spread the good news. Um, and um, let people know about it if you can. Um, so I think that's that's uh, that's it. That's all we have time for today. Share, rate and review us and follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Join us next time for more good stuff. Thanks for listening. Remember, if you look hard enough, you'll always find the good stuff. And a Danim. Or two. Or three. Or four. <laughs>